Hi, I'm Jules Hamilton, and this is the Good Summer Podcast, Keeping It Good. It's a chance for all of us to hear stories of people making a positive change in the world. The Good Summit is a space of gathering to celebrate common good in the world and to cultivate more of it. Join the Tribe of Good by signing up to our mailing list at thegoodsummit.com and learn where our latest gatherings are taking place, who is going to be there, and how you can get involved. Help us help you make the world a better place. Wow. This is it. We have completed a series of Keeping It Good, the Good Summer podcast. It has been a delight to share it with you. It has been amazing to hear from a wide range of different people talking about goodness, people who desire to see the world be a a different way, people who desire to see the world function differently, people who desire to to see light and life, you know, right through from uh, scientists making groundbreaking discoveries through to people who walk with others uh, on this uh, alongside prostitutes in the streets of Europe, to people who run social enterprises uh, so that children can feel valued and worthwhile, to people who are you know, dragging up, uh, you're dredging up words from the past uh, to to bring life and light. It's just been, it's been an amazing series and it's been a real delight to share it with you all. And I thought maybe before we decide to do another one, um, maybe we just need to to have a wee chat, you and me. Um, Probably the wee chat is maybe the start of a book. Maybe an introduction is based on a blog I wrote a while ago. And it's because some people said, if you really believe that the world is going to be better and could be better and should be better, why don't you write it down? Don't just tell us. Write it down. So I have been doing that. I've been thinking about it. And I think I'm going to write this. And I think that the Good Summit is going to try to come up with resources for schools and resources for you to, to keep the conversation going about what common good can be in the world. Because you see, I do believe that the world can be better. I do believe it can be more good. I also think I'm the least to tell anybody about how to be good. All of those things are true. I believe the world can be better. I believe it can be more good. I believe what right on earth do I have to tell anybody else how to be good? Oh my goodness, Freud would have a field day with me and my attempts to reconcile everything wrong I've ever done, which mostly fall into the category of hurtful actions and words. My attempts to turn all of those things into something meaningful. Making meaning from pain. Making meaning from pain is a deep human reaction to trial and tribulation. No, that's okay. Or at least I'll tell myself that. And I'll tell you that. I have never been in jail, uh, to the best of my knowledge. I've never done anything that should mean I was in jail, save stealing some mandarin oranges from a local grocery store whenever I was a child. But I have been the cause of hurt to people. And you know what? I can't even think about the next paragraph that I'm planning to write 
without reminding you that you have also hurt people. You see, the shame is building in me already. I needed to turn it all back on you there. You see what I did? I traveled from being a little bit rational and a little bit intelligent through to some honest vulnerability, confession, and I stepped sideways straight away into a defensive position. Man, that was quick. I think we can do better. I am the last person to tell you how to behave because I have caused people pain. But you have too. Oh my goodness. Friends, sisters, brothers, our internal defense mechanisms are multitudinous, varied, exceptionally skilled and mostly unknown. They're natural, it seems, are almost innate. And that's okay, actually. I like that. Do you know what? I appreciate that I have an internal mechanism deep within my genetic memory from the time my earliest ancestors were walking along the African plain and they happened upon a saber-toothed tiger. Oh my goodness, did they have saber-toothed tigers in Africa 100,000 years ago? I have no idea, but you know what? We can actually find out and we can Google it. Okay, apparently fossils of the saber-toothed variety of tiger have only been found in the Americas. So I would not have been walking along the African plain and seen the saber-toothed tiger. I would, however, have maybe seen a woolly mammoth. Anyway, you can tell I'm digressing because I think I should say some stuff. I appreciate those internal mechanisms that if I came across a woolly mammoth, they would have said, get out of here. I like those mechanisms whenever they're telling me that I'm walking too close on the edge of a sea cliff. They also yell at me, although much more unsuccessfully, when I am on a metaphorical sea cliff where I deem to dread maybe too often. Oh my goodness. I just did it again. I became a little vulnerable. I sometimes walk close to the edge in conversation. I might become a little bitchy or sanctimonious or patronizing or uncaring. And I immediately sidestepped into a metaphorical bowed head of maybe too often. The shame is beginning to eat me and I haven't even started getting into what might be good and how we can be good. The voices inside me are, how dare you tell others how to be good? Remember you tried this before? Uh-huh, that went well. Sure, what do you know anyway? Your doctorate's only a doctor of ministry. No one will read what you write or what you say. And if they do, they'll not do anything about it. You are going to write about positive human relationships? I'm not blank enough. Fill in the blank, friends. I'm not clever enough. I'm not vulnerable enough. I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not good enough. Hence, I go to Brené. You know, Brené Brown. Her writing on shame gremlins is amazing. She encourages us to kick away the shame gremlins. Her writings and her work are one of several key influences which over these last decades has brought me to this point. The point of, in the words of Father Jack, feck it. Give it a go. This stuff 
matters. The more people, friends, the more people who do the little that they can, the better. And so I said at my computer and I opened a document and I tried to write with all of the audacity of the middle-aged Northern Irish white boy who has faced no real disasters in his life can muster. In case it's not obvious, let me be abundantly clear in this little conversation with you. I am not an expert on good. I'm not good. I try to do good and I screw it up a lot. Even the trying can come from a mix of motivations that I know absolutely nothing about because they're so deeply ingrained in my subconscious. But I am trying and I believe you can too. I believe we can too. And I do believe that if we all try just a bit to be a little more good, then lives will change. Families will change. Friendships will change. Communities will change. Countries will change. And the world will change. Several times I have taken groups of people to the Holy Land or the unholy land as some people out there call it, Palestine and Israel. It's an incredible time whenever we are there. I take groups of British and Irish young people. We meet with groups of Palestinian and Israeli young people whenever we're there. We do some, maybe have a few days in Israel, we have a few days in Palestine, and then later in the year, we bring everybody together. In, in Dublin, it's an incredible program called Space to Breathe. One of the, the things that we do there is meet with voices from all sides of, of, of the, the occupation, all sides of the violence. So we might hear from Palestinian peace activists, we might hear from rabbis for human rights, we, we might... Uh, you know, we meet with an Israeli settler and uh, we might meet with people of violence uh, along the edges of them. We, we hear different voices from those stories. And of all the things that I've heard, one of the things that has struck me every, it, it makes me cry nearly every time I hear it, is uh, an Israeli um, sociologist who tells a story um, from a book that a friend of his wrote. One of the things that Jewish children will do, school children, uh, is be offered a trip to Auschwitz, uh, at just a place of absolute darkness and death and a place where we need to learn the lessons of history from. So nearly every Jewish child will be offered a trip to Auschwitz as, as, a, as, a, as part of their schooling. And so this sociologist wrote a book about two mid-teenagers coming out of Auschwitz and two boys, um, very understandably, uh, um, glum and feeling the oppression and the darkness. And one of them turns to the other as they're leaving Auschwitz and he says, we need to make sure that nobody does this to us again. And his friend looks at him and says, we need to make sure nobody does this to anyone ever again. Sisters and brothers, tribe of good, we are in this thing called life together. So join us. Be part of this little tribe of good. Help us with our conversations and connections to see the world become a better place for you and for us. Peace to you.
This has been the Good Summit Podcast. Brought to you in conjunction with Forfi. It was produced by Lee McMahon with Eva McNulty for the Good Summit. Music was provided by the fabulous Ian Archer. Stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at The Good Summit and find out all you need to know on www.thegoodsummit.com and come back and join us again next time. Till then, go forth, do some good. Peace to you and to the world. world.